You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. All right. Okay, now we're talking. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. We were watching this movie uh, last evening called Miracle. Many of you have probably seen it with uh, Kurt Russell. And it was the story of the Olympic uh, hockey team. What, what year was it? 1970, was it? In the 70s, I believe. Yeah. There was a really controversial scene in there where the coach, Kurt Russell, the coach Herb, uh, has his team, after they've lost this game, uh, keep skating back and forth across the rink for a really long time. And they were already exhausted from the game. They were exhausted from the game, yep. And then they got even more exhausted as he kept working them back and forth until, you know, some of them were throwing up on the rink. And, I mean, they were just, they were a mess, and he kept doing it and doing it. But here's what happened. Up until this point, he would periodically ask one of the team players, you know, through the several months of training, you know, who are you, where are you from? And they'd say, well, I'm John Jones. Boston, Minnesota. I'm from Boston, Minnesota, whatever, and I play for the University of whatever. And that was always their response. You see, he didn't have a team yet. He had a bunch of individuals playing together, not a team. So on the ice that night, uh, they're, you know, looming into going into the, you know, the Olympic Games and they're still not playing as a team. So he works them and works them and works them. I mean, the guy, the guy is closing down the lights and he's still working them. And finally, I mean, these guys are like dying. Finally, one of them, it emerges from him and he says, I'm Jim Jones, whatever his name was, and I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. And I play on the team of the United States of America. And at that very moment, what the coach knew is he finally, it finally emerged that these boys became a team. They were no longer a group of individuals. They became a team. Now, he'd been fishing for that answer for a long time. You know, the whole, all these six, seven months of training. For the guys to realize it. For them to realize it by simply saying, who are you? I mean, they all knew who they were. He didn't need to do that. Everybody knew who everybody was. But he was waiting for them to realize that they played for the United States of America, not the University of Boston or Wisconsin or whatever. It took him beating them into the ring, literally, for them to finally get it. We're a team. You know, they played different after that. It was, and as soon as the kid said that, he says, okay, you can go now, because he knew that he had had a breakthrough. Yeah, that's a way to drive a point home, huh? Everyone's hating every second of it, and it's going for hours and hours, and as soon as the guy says, I play for the United States of America, the guy says, okay, go in now. 
You know, even the assistant, the two assistant <laughs> coaches are just having a fit. Like they don't even want to be part of this anymore. They just they think it's awful. But you know what? He was right on. Here's the reason that we're bringing this up uh, today. You know, sometimes it takes where we're ground into the dirt, so to speak, with whatever lessons we're in for us to finally get the breakthrough. Unfortunately, so many of us, when we're in our comfort zones, we simply don't automatically pursue changing the parts of ourselves we need to unless we have to. You know, you hear from people like, uh, you know, AIDS survivors. Well, AIDS was the best thing that ever happened to me. Or cancer was the best thing. Or that car accident was, or the divorce was the best. Or my child dying. And it isn't that they didn't love the child or their ex-spouse or any of the other. It's that they realized that when they got pressed to the wall, forced into a corner with, you know, just really... Uh, all their defenses down into a puddle of nothing, that they start to find some inner reserve and some new being that they can tap, that they begin a new life with, a whole new way of being. So he he got them to the point, finally, and this is after months, I think, where they're not rivals from different colleges. You know, we beat you two years ago or whatever, but we were a team we were a family and we look after each other and that's what he was trying to do so you know it's like you know we're each other's kin you know we we look after each other's back and so he wanted to get instead of rivals he wanted to get that unification because you know like if you have all parts of a car working together good you got a good car and it'll it'll run fast it'll run well if you don't you're going to have one part of the car working against another and it's just going to break down same with the team. You can't win championship if you don't have all for one and one for all. So he got got rid of rivals by doing that, and he was doing other things too, and got them to be a family where they no longer identified from where they were before now, but they had jumped into a bigger cause for a whole wonderful country and for one another. So you you apply that forward and ask the same question, what would it take for you to start diving into your lessons voluntarily rather than having to be ground into the dirt with a challenging life situation? You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, airing Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a reading, we're at one 800 Three three six two 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 five. You know, too often I notice that people need challenging situations before they'll get off their tusharuni and go to work and start changing themselves. You, you know, you and I have just been crunched through a lot of things because uh, we had some uh, strong pressures on us for months, and it it evolved us. But you don't have to do it that way. You could voluntarily choose to work on yourself. You mean we didn't have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it kind of boils down to, you know, when I used to, um, people used to say to me, what is spiritual growth anyway? I don't understand what that is. And I go, well, you know, there's those parts of yourself that you don't like. And nobody ever says, I don't have any of those. I've never had anybody. You know, I, I wouldn't ask them to tell me what their parts were to embarrass them, but nobody ever says, no, I don't know about that. Everybody says, yeah, I've got parts of myself. We all know. You all know. 
And so then I go, well, the spiritual path is where you voluntarily start taking those on one by one and working on them. And as you do that, as you change those parts of yourself, your soul changes right along with you. That's why it's called the spiritual path, because you are affecting your spirit. We can do this voluntarily or we can get cancer. You know, oftentimes what ends up happening with people at the end of their lives, mostly in this case I'm talking about older people at the end of their lives, and they're there having terrible physical struggles. And then you get other people, older people that are dying, who they climb in bed one night and go to sleep and they never wake up. No, no physical illness whatsoever. Have you ever noticed that a lot of times the people that go to sleep and never wake up have been peaceful in their lives and they've worked on themselves and they've matured and they've grown and they seem to have maybe tackled their lessons as life had proceeded. And have you ever noticed that some of those other people, they haven't seemed to do that. They got ornery parts or... So they kept improving. Exactly. You know... um, I don't remember the book that it was in, but there was a story of this woman who was just ornery. All her life, ornery. So ornery that there she is in the oncology department dying, and nobody wants to come visit her. She's just so awful to be around, nobody wants to come be around her. What is that, onk if you're ornery? (laughs) Thank you, dear. (laughs) So this woman, I mean, this would be a prime candidate for what people, you know, think that euthanasia is a great idea, you know, because this lady was suffering. But you know what happened? About four days before she died, all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, by herself, she somehow went into this whole past life recall and realized the past life that had caused her to have such an awful life and she completely saw it. She got all her lessons. She completely turned her attitude completely around. And she was a different person. Nobody could believe it. For the last few days of her life, people came in and were, they just couldn't believe it was the same person. She'd completed her lessons finally. And you know what? If she died, if she'd done euthanasia six days before she died, rather than just letting herself die, she would have missed that mm-hmm. event. And she would have had to come back and do it all over again because she would have missed that. Sometimes when you pay karma for how you have violated life or others, uh, you, you come into a, a years or a lifetime where you're just at odds with everything. It's like, uh, it, let's see, what do they call it? Mercury in ret- retrograde. Everything's in retrograde. <laughs> and, and you're just... Gritting, gritting and grinding against everything, not flowing with anything, and you're just irritated and having one heck of a time just trying to tolerate the day. There are many people in that kind of situation. You know, it could be people over in Africa with AIDS and malaria and wars and, and injustices or any other country. And, you know, it's their karma that have them there, and they're grating against life. And uh, it's a struggle. And then, you know, there's a time for that. And if you judge them, you, you might not take into uh, effect that this was simply them paying dues 
and then they paid the dues. So let's say the lifetime, the next one coming, or the next year's coming. If it, you know, there's a time where it clears. There's a season for everything. Is everything lifts and and uh, you know they're lucky everywhere. Everything's working their way. Uh, health comes back. Relationships get wonderful. Their country around them is peaceful. And you know it's it's a matter of karma as much as anything. And you know God uses uh, hardships and blessings in life to hurt us through evolution. God will because God is so much evolution of His character. God will hurt us through whatever hurdles we need to go uh, through and get over, get over ourselves or whatever, to get on to being a more evolved, more whole and complete cell or specimen of God, the advancement of his creation. (laughs) Jeremy opens her mouth and I say another word, (laughs) try it. (laughs) You know, oftentimes, in fact, I would say most of the time when, when these older people are having a lot of physically challenging things going on as as they're, you know, aging and dying, Mm -hmm. you know, these are the lessons that are crashing in on them because they haven't been dealt with in their whole life. And these lessons are pointing to areas that they need to work on, and, you know, it would well behoove them to deal with a lot of the lessons under there because if you just die with it and take them with you, you're going to have to come back and do it again. They don't go away. Yeah. So really what this boils down to is getting into a conscious life now, whatever age you're at now, now is a good time to start, and getting conscious about what, what's being presented to you and hopefully not have to have it be crunching you into a corner with you know traumatic circumstances that force you to do it, but rather voluntarily do it on a daily basis. So you catch on by wisdom, and sometimes you have to apply yourself to catch the wisdom, or you get whipped around by the side effects and repercussions, consequences. Yeah, so let's get let's get voluntary. Wisdom, yeah. Yeah, and aware and choosing. Yeah. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thanks for joining us today. We're your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a reading, 1-800-336-2225. We'll be right back. <laughs> 